Hey guys, you're listening to the Native Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Hayden Nielsen. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. What's your nickname? It's it's Ice, isn't it? Or Fire? They, so I dyed my hair blonde this yeah, last year, yeah. and like they were like, you look like Ice. I was like, yeah, call me Ice. Ice. So it was like an alter ego kind of deal, you know? Yeah. But everybody mainly calls me Wendy. Anyways, we have Wendy here today. I'm sorry about that. I'm the worst. I've just been all over the place okay. today. Anyways, thank you so much for coming out. Um, we're so excited. Can you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself, your backstory, kind of your origin story, and then transitioned into your business, how you started your business and where you are today? Yeah, definitely. So um, I came out here to Arizona like a year ago, from? but uh, from California. Okay. So there's a city in California. It's called Bakersfield. When I say California, people imagine like the Hollywood stars the and like the beach <laughs> and like LA. I'm like, no, like I'm from where there's more cows than people. So okay. it's called that Bakersfield. Yeah. Like we grew up to the smell of cows every morning. Yeah. And there's like a lot of fields and stuff over there. For sure. And um, I grew up there. Is that in Northern California or Southern California? It's like central. Okay. So you know the commercials of like the happy cows come from California? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were talking about like Bakersfield. So, okay, super cool. So you yes. guys are famous. Yeah, so pretty much. <laughs> probably for not something we want, but yeah. yeah. And so pretty... Uh, Why Arizona? So my mentor, um, so my mentor, Eric and Hector Del Toro, they recruited me and my mom six years ago into the insurance business. Okay. And when they recruited us, they had barely started um, and like they really hadn't made any money in the insurance business now this last year they made over a million dollars of income wow so that's super cool yeah and so they're the ones guiding us so um my mentor pulled me in his office me and my husband and he was like hey i think you guys should move to phoenix and we were like when he was like tomorrow we laughed <laughs> we were like no way and uh he's like no seriously so we like literally packed up ourselves. we moved here and um there's a big market here it's growing all the time it's a big minority market there's a big millennial market here of people that don't know about financial services so we came out here and it's been amazing it's been yeah. officially 12 months that i've been here so it's been really cool but it's i mean a great place to live i think it just popped in his head i don't know some people get visions so yeah. i don't know but <laughs> it worked out for it the worked best out. yes okay it worked out for the best Super cool. Um, okay, so tell us about the business then. What is the business? Like, what do you guys do? Like, you said they recruited you six years ago, you and your mom. So, like, how has it evolved to what it is today? So, um, when I got started in the insurance business, life okay. insurance, retirement, things like that, um, I was going to school for psychology. So, my dad, he runs a pretty successful trucking business. Okay. My mom, she had a... Um, patio furniture business and so you're just an entrepreneur it's in your dna kind of it was in my dna but it's crazy because even though my parents were business owners they would always tell me go to school go go to school school, go to school like because they didn't have those opportunities there from my dad's from guatemala my mom's from mexico so they were like um honest my mom from zacatecas guatemala i have no idea i just know that my dad's from there but okay you have in in el dfa por seis seis semanas dang that's crazy (laughs) That's the best way to learn. Just totally immersive. Oh, yeah. And then I lived in Peru for two years, too. So. Wow, how cool. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I haven't gone, like, to Southern America, but I definitely would want to go. No, it's it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely a different culture. And, you know, I think that when they come here, they just want the best for, you know, us. And that's the reason they came. So they told me to go to school. I was doing that. And I was trying to figure out a way to make money while I was going to school. So I was waitressing. And at the same time, I was trying to get certified to be, like, a sign language interpreter. And then that's when... We got recruited into the insurance business, and once I got in, I realized, oh my gosh, 
I'm making more money than if I go to school. So I told my dad, dad, what do you think I should do? He's like, well, we didn't come to this country to work for anybody else. So run your business. And if you suck, <laughs> go you know, back. welcome to entrepreneurship. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, that's how it, that's how it happened. And six years later, I mean, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, okay. So, so you do insurance and then I also saw that you were, do, you do financial marketing. Is that, is that what you do as well? It's kind of together in one. So we're brokers, so we represent a lot of different companies. So okay. we do the marketing for them and then okay. the way we get paid. And what is, does that entail? Um, you know, just talking to people in the community, I think a lot of, I think it's in a lot of different businesses, but especially in finances, a lot of people are super hesitant about talking about money and yeah. especially we're in the life insurance business. I told you it's a dying industry, right? But it was kind of a joke, but people don't like talking about death or the fact that they're not going to have any money for retirement if they don't start putting something away. So, um, a lot of it comes down to, you know, a lack of information. So it's just talking to the community. And then from there, we set up appointments with them. We either do, um, meetings with them at their businesses or in their homes. And that's mainly how the marketing is. It's more like face to face and yeah. a lot of it's like hand to hand combat. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Being in the field with them. Yeah. yeah super cool. Um, okay. So, Tell us about, like, what were some of your biggest accomplishments from last year, from 2019? Um, I would say, like, moving here, I'll tell you, a few uh, years ago, we recruited these two individuals. I was on the phone with a lady earlier, and yeah. she told me, I'm, like, so afraid to get into the insurance business because I know nothing about it. And I told her one of the, um, I would say, situations I'm most proud of is a couple of the people that, you know, I've recruited into the business that came in. Um, obviously, it wasn't just solely my yeah. efforts, their efforts and combined efforts of everybody it takes a village, you know, but, <laughs> you know, two of the people that I brought on board, they're about to crack a quarter million dollars of income. They're in their 20s. Um, you know, they met their significant others in the business That's and so cool. seeing them be able to leave like their corporate jobs and now become entrepreneurs and running their own businesses. I would say that it's like one even though it's not my accomplishment, I feel it's my biggest yeah, accomplishment because... Yeah, because you had a little role in it. Yeah, and I that's thought, so man, cool. what if I wouldn't have talked to that person? And so I would say that's one of the biggest things for 2019. And then obviously expanding. We started at a 1,000-square-foot office at the beginning of the year, and then we just got the keys to our 4,000-square-foot location. That's super cool. Yes. So what... Okay, we've kind of talked about that before we got on... We, before we went live, but what are some of your goals for 2020? What are you going to make happen? What are you most looking forward to? So, um, just the expansion here aggressively in Phoenix, I feel like this last year was warm up and it ended up pretty well. Yeah. You know, my goal is to, you know, as far as income and everything, cross a half a million dollars of income. Um, and I've always, I always, always, always said like, you know, I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 25 and I'm 25, it just turned 25 this yeah. last year. Um, so do a million dollars of revenue in my business by the end of the year. Um, and be able to help at least three, people make their first six figures in the business so that's my goal this year yeah that's super cool that's exciting um okay so you kind of talked about how you helped those other people like what are the biggest hurdles for somebody starting out in insurance oh my gosh um like, what do you tell to help people overcome that i would say it applies to every business but you're always going to have the um, the naysayers the family members the why are you doing that insurance business or any business you know because we're in a society that really, really encourages people to be employees. Yeah. We're taught, go to school, get good grades, graduate sure. a degree, and get a good-paying job. Like, even for yourselves, you guys run a business, you run a successful business. For some people, in their minds, they're like, these people don't even have jobs. Like, what do they do all day? So I would say it's really breaking the mold, especially with your friends and family, and being able to cut off those associations that are toxic to your business. And just because you grew up in the same neighborhood with somebody doesn't mean that 
you need to stick with those people yeah. forever. But I would yeah. say that's a, the biggest hurdle insurance and in any other business. Once you get that out of the way and you get a good mentor in any business, I think someone would be successful. Yeah. Super cool. So then what are those next steps you think that like a new insurance employee or agent or like somebody that's brand new to the business, what are those first few steps they need to take to set up their foundation? Man, hit the hit the streets, talk to people. Um, people. I think that when you get to a point where you really detach yourself from the result, you get all the results. Um, I think that at the beginning, we're trying to figure out how we can do as many results without doing as much of the work. So we're trying to, oh, let's come up with a more creative presentation or let's come up with a more creative marketing strategy. Like, no, like we just need to work more. Like, yeah. Regardless, you're going to have no-show appointments in any business. For sure. It happens to hairdressers. I'm sure it happens to you guys. Oh, yeah. Like people are like, I swear in my life, I'm going to be there. I'm on my way. And then they Nothing. never come through the door. <laughs> so just increasing their activity and getting okay with knowing that not everybody's going to be a fit for your business. Well, and it's totally fine. Yeah. I mean, you have to be comfortable losing to be able to win. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Super cool. So why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the events you've got coming up? So um, we won't be having the grand opening to our new office. Um, we are planning on doing something super fun. My husband's talking about getting a banda live and tacos and all this fun all this stuff. stuff. So we should probably be having like the ribbon cutting and the okay. new official grand opening to our office here within the next month or so. And then we have a really big event we're going to in Vegas at the MGM, which is going to be amazing. This last That's event, we cool. actually had... Um, Kobe Bryant, we had President George W. Bush, so our CEO said he's going to have even crazier speakers, and I have no doubt. So we're going to be about 15,000 people there at that event in August. So that's what we're most excited about right now. That's super cool. Um, that's super interesting. <laughs> Obviously, no, what just happened to Kobe, did you have a chance to like meet him or anything? Yeah, um, it's crazy because, you know, you think life insurance or you think whatever business, you know, you never think that that is going to give you the opportunity to make all the rest of your dreams come true. But... Yeah, there was um, certain goals we had to hit. We were able to meet with him. We talked to him. I don't know if you knew, but he actually spoke like over four languages. So yeah. our daughter mainly only speaks Spanish. So he talked to her. He's like, como te llamas, Sofia? You know, and yeah. it was just amazing. And when we heard the news, it was, it was, we were so in shock. We were in church when we, I was like, no, it's no. TMZ. This yeah. is, you know, TMZ always puts out, puts out fake stuff. And um but you look at the legacy that he left and just to be able to talk to a legend like that, someone that's name is going to be remembered forever. Yeah. We did get to meet him. We got to meet President Bush. So it that's was pretty so cool. That's so cool. That is, yeah. That's amazing. So what, like, what did, what were those conversations like? Um, I think that when you talk to people like that, um, they're operating at a, at a frequency of, of legacy, of making history, of making an impact versus um, what you're going to, yeah, yeah, versus just that transactional conversation. But um, you just get a sense of where their mindset's at. Like when um, uh, one of the biggest impressions that I got from meeting Kobe and President Bush and we met Jordan Peterson as well, okay. the amount of humility that these individuals have and you see them as like these huge figures. Yeah. And even though they're so up there, the ability to have a conversation with people like you and me and never losing that innocence was the most impacting. And it wasn't like a it wasn't like a fake, like, oh, I'm going to yeah. act humble. Like these people are genuinely just people that are maxing out their lives that's so cool yeah it was really i'm cool. super jealous that's amazing a lot of people are jealous of that I'm yeah sure. my husband he got a he got a signed jersey from him so he's like i don't even know if i want to hang this up in the office he's gonna put trip wires around it and stuff like that yeah that's super cool well you guys are from california so i'm sure you guys were lakers fans yeah definitely my husband super super hardcore yeah 
I'm not going to lie, I'm not that big into almost any sports, but my husband, die hard for sure, yeah. It's just hard for me because, like, I'm a Suns fan. I grew up a Suns fan. Hated Kobe always on the court. Yeah. Because he would always come here and break our dreams and yeah, 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 <laughs> crush exactly. our dreams and stuff. But, no, it was really hard to learn about that news. And then just, re- like, after he retired and I no longer had to hate him because he was a Laker. Yeah. Like, it was just, you just all respect for what Total he is respect, and what he stood yeah. for. Yeah. Super cool. Um, well, I don't know. Like, what what else do you got coming on? coming up this year like what what else are you working on like or what is some advice you could give for us maybe um I think 2020 is um you know it's not just a new year it's a new decade and when we rang in this year you know I think everybody reflected on the last 10 years um and one thing that I'm focused on this year is focus on my progression instead of like perfection because I think a lot of times in any business we're measuring ourselves to perfection and in a certain way we need to do that because we always need to be improving but looking at just improving year over year you know when we started 2010 you look at where your business was or I mean you're pretty young we're yeah. 25 yeah. so we were like in high school you know but you look at like 10 years ago versus what is this next 10 years going to look like and when you look at it you're like 2020 the last year the last time that happened was year 1919 and then this year's 2020 and it's not going to happen until 21 21 yeah and it's such a huge year that i think a lot of people are going to have breakout but a lot of people are going to miss it too because i saw this uh, meme it was like a jim carrey meme and it was okay. like ah i'll just wait till 2021 <laughs> like three days in yeah <laughs> because we think like we already messed it up like we still got another 10 months and a few weeks left yeah. so um just maxing out this year this decade and and 10 years from now i mean looking at the lives we're going to have whether it's your dream well, is to be traveling or whatever it may be so that's it well like on that point we are so young even if like us we're going to live three more times what we've already right. lived so it's just crazy it's definitely perspective and keeping that perspective right um that's super interesting so what other hobbies do you have aside from the insurance the business like what else are you about i don't want to sound super boring but i totally like Right now, I'm at a point, I would say, where I'm genuinely in love with my business. Your business. And That's your hobby. so in love with seeing just people develop and grow. And I look at, like, six years ago when I was 19, I never would have thought I was even going to make 50000 in the business, let alone six figures and more and travel the world. Like, I've been to Paris and Europe and New York and Christmas and Jamaica and all these places. And I'm like... I want to see that come true for other people. And yeah. so right now I would say that's like my true that's love. <laughs> yeah, that's like my true love. And then we have a three-year-old. So okay, just congrats. seeing her that's growth. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, she's going to be four this year. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like the time's going by so fast. So spending time with her. And um, I would just say right now, though, that's my hobby. I mean, we go to the movies and stuff. Like, yeah, we do normal things. For but, sure. No, I'm the yeah, same just way. Crying. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's an exciting time right now. Yeah. And, like, there's so much opportunity. And like you said, there's no shortcuts. There's no way to no. not work. You have exactly. to work smart. People are like, oh, I work smart. Like, I don't need to work hard. No, you got to work smart. You got to work hard. And both, yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's super interesting. Well, thank you so much for coming on. To wrap up, I have just some, like, rapid questions. Yeah. Maybe, like, a, just, like, for, like, the answer to be, like, a minute or less. Okay. Um, to kind of, like, clip it up and, like, make those into smaller videos. Okay. Um, where 
if you could only go on one more vacation on one more trip, what would be like the last place you wanted to go? Bora Bora. Bora Bora. Hands Why? Down. Um, I would just say because it's, it's, so, it's so it's, it's like, obvious. It's Bora Bora, you know, <laughs> yeah. and it's cool because like even any meat that they have on there because there's no population of any of those things like even hamburgers yeah. and stuff. It's all imported from other places, yeah. and they have a currency there that only they use. And you're not able to use like any anything else? any cards or anything like that. Yeah. So if you go, you're with that money, and that's what you have. Wait, that is really interesting. I didn't yeah. Know that. <laughs> it, it like I've I've seen like 20 fun facts about Bora Bora, but yeah, it would definitely be Bora Bora for sure. Okay. So what was the fav- your favorite place that you've traveled to, and why? Um, man, I would say we went to Rome. So I had this goal that I hit like uh, three years ago, and I've always wanted to take my parents um, on a vacation. Okay. My dad said like growing up he always wanted to go to Spain and my mom always wanted to go to Rome so I took them to Europe and just seeing their faces light up like little kids yeah. and I took my dad to this game it's called the Classico game with Real Madrid okay. and um, Barcelona yeah. and this was when Messi and Ronaldo were playing, playing against each other so we watched Messi's I don't know which goal it was like this Anyways. whatever hundredth <laughs> yeah. goal and he <laughs> broke a record that night and um, seeing just that excitement on their face that was the literally best vacation I've ever been on Wait, that is so cool yeah that's interesting. My daughter was one, so she'll never remember it, but she has the pictures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's super cool. Um, okay, if you had to restart from scratch, what's your what's your what's your game plan? If you had to start all from zero, you didn't have any connections, you were just thrown out there in this world where nobody knew you, you didn't have any relationships, and you're at zero. What are you doing? I was just talking to my husband about that. Um, I'm finding a need that needs to be filled and I'm talking to people to go fill it. Like yeah. I, I, I was talking to him about this yesterday. I'm literally at the point where I'm not afraid to start over anything because the mental toughness has been built up over these years. Like yeah. we know we're going to hustle and get ahead anywhere. Yeah. Start me from zero. I don't care, but the mentality is already there. So whenever the mindset's there, the income is going to catch up to it. It's getting the mindset that costs yeah. the time. Yeah. But I'm just hitting the street, finding a need to fill, and I'm going to go tell people about it, yeah. No, that's super interesting. Like, on that note, it's crazy to think that, like, being an entrepreneur is a skill. Yeah. Like, it's like basketball. I'm never going to be Kobe Bryant, no matter what. He was just next level special. Right. It's the same thing with entrepreneurship. Some people just have it, and then some people don't. Yeah. So, like, that's super interesting to think about that. No matter what, if you have that skill, you'll be able to, like you said, if you have the mindset, the income comes. 100%. (laughs) That's super cool. Well, do you have any questions that you'd want to ask me? Um, Sorry yeah. to put you on the spot. Yes, no. Um, I always love to ask, like, if you could go back to the beginning, what's something that you wish you could have told yourself at the beginning? Uh, digital marketing. Like, digital marketing for me, like, I've been learning about it for three years, but that's just one thing that, like, I love so much. And it's really helped me be able to, like, take what I do, like, as an entrepreneur and, like, take it to the next level. Cool. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is there anybody who, when you got started um, in your business, I know it's kind of family, yeah. but like anybody who discouraged you from coming in and do you wish you would have reacted differently to that? So like, that's an interesting question. So my parents were like always kind of like conflicted about me coming in. Yeah. Same thing. They're both entrepreneurs. My grandparents were entrepreneurs. They're like, you got to go to school. You got to do this. Like, are you sure you want to work with dad? Are you sure this? Are you sure that? Um, So funny enough, my parents and Noah, like, I wouldn't have changed anything. Like, 
it's super cool and it's been it's been hard working with my dad if you yeah. work with you've worked with your mom so yeah, you know how exactly. it is so it is hard but it is like i wouldn't have changed Change anything yeah do you regret going to school <laughs> my parents paid for it so no but i didn't really learn anything and i i was working full-time the entire time so like i didn't get to go make connections or relationships yeah, yeah, yeah. because i was here working full-time and then i was doing school full-time like last year in 2019 from january until august i did 60 credit hours while working full-time so that's the equivalent of two full entire years Years. yeah in a matter of eight months yeah so like i didn't go to school and like sit in class and like mess around like i was still working growing our business doing this the whole entire time so no i don't regret it i wouldn't do it if (laughs) like if my parents weren't paying for it yeah but no i don't regret it do I think it was worth it? No, but it was still good. I still learned some things and there's still value in it for sure. I did make some good relationships with some of the professors and whatnot, yeah. but yeah. Cool. What, what do you think is the most uh, valuable skill an entrepreneur uh, should possess? I think, like you said, the relationship with losing, like be, knowing that there's going to be ups and downs, like for example, going back to Kobe, Kobe didn't win every single game, but he right. won, uh, what was it, five or six rings? I think he won five championships. Yeah. So it's like, you're not going to win every day, but if you if you put it into perspective, like, look, this is a new decade, like you said, think about 10 years ago, we were kids. Like, we right. have, we're so young, and if we understand that it is a skill, and as we keep developing our skills, we're going to be successful. It's going to happen for us, right. and we have so much time. Right. I think that I think that's it. But then also just understanding that, like we said, you win some and you lose some, and you're gonna win if you put yourself out there. Right, definitely. No. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah I I completely agree. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, so last thing, all your plugs. Where can we find you? Tell us about your event. Um, we'll put all the information in the in the description and stuff. But kind of tell the people what how to find you and how to connect with you. Um, so you guys can connect with me on Facebook. My name is Wendy Campos on there. And then you guys connect with me, can connect with me on Instagram at Boss Babe Wendy. And that's mainly where I'm at. LinkedIn, Wendy Campos. I'm on there too, but... Not as much. <laughs> not as much. YouTube coming soon. YouTube coming, coming soon. soon. That's yeah. exciting. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you so much. That was so All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Native Podcast. Uh, we really appreciate all the, all the listens, the likes, the shares, the comments. Please leave constructive feedback. We are learning. We're trying to get better. Uh, we love your ideas. Also, if you know anybody that wants to come on the podcast or you think would be a great fit, just let me know. Thanks.